This is Stephen Adams. And this is Cameron Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> you Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> Good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Ennis Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth... Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Ennis Cantor, and you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schlecht. We are part of DailyThunder.com, also Almighty Baller Radio. There's not a lot going on in the Thunder world right now. There's still at least one move to be made where they're going to have to clear a roster spot uh, or just let Samaj go. So I think either Kyle Singler will be stretched and waived or we will see Samaj his contract not guaranteed and then him come back as the second two-way contract. So that's really about it. There's still the possibility of a trade. Obviously, there's still the Russell Westbrook extension uh, that we've talked about a lot. Uh, I, I don't think you guys should be worrying about it. And I'm also not completely sure that he's going to sign it. But I don't think that that means that he doesn't want to be in Oklahoma City long term. Uh, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't be consumed with the contract extension because I just just try to live in the moment. Try to live with this team. It's going to be a great, great season. Uh, so there was one thing that I found kind of interesting, and I went and looked at Bleacher Report at the end of last season. At the end of the regular season, they went and they ranked the top 100 NBA players of the season. And so I wanted to see kind of the difference between the team that the Thunder ended the season with last year and the team that they have now and how many top 100 players they have. Because if you look back at the beginning of last season or if you even look at like FanRag has one that's out right now, there's a lot of discrepancies between all these lists because it's just a group of people trying to make a list of the top 100 NBA players and there's bias and there's people that don't like certain players but we're just going to go with bleacher reports from the end of last season and we'll look also we'll look at lists whenever they start coming out just to kind of see what the general opinion is on thunder players and if you take a look at the end of last season 2016-17 the thunder only had three players in the top 100 Obviously, you had Westbrook, who was number two on the list, only to LeBron. And then you had Adams at 69, not quite 70, but a little higher than 68, Stephen Adams. And then Robertson at 81, and that was it. So guys that maybe got cut out, Victor Oladipo is a little bit surprising that he didn't make the top 100. And if you look... At the back half, you got like Harrison Barnes was 100. Harrison Barnes probably had a better season than Oladipo. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, which I think is a little bit questionable. Jeremy Lin with his injuries, I think is a little questionable. Vucevic is 97. And then like you get into these other guys, you're like, oh, okay. Well, this makes sense uh, because Avery Bradley is 96. And J.J. Reddick's 95, Tobias Harris, Patrick Patterson, who we'll talk about in a second, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, uh, Tabo, who actually had a pretty decent year. But I, I don't know. Some of, these are, some of these are a little strange. I think that Oladipo could and should have been considered for the top 100, but for this ranking, he didn't make it. So the Thunder only had three guys. And going into next season, 2017-18, 
the Thunder have five. And it's basically just adding Patrick Patterson and Paul George to that list. Patrick Patterson was listed as the 93rd best player in the NBA. And then you have Robertson, 81. Adams at not quite 70. Paul George and then Russell Westbrook. So they added talent. The Patrick Patterson added a top 100 player for nothing, which is something that I th- some people don't love Patrick Patterson, and I get that. Like he's a he's a pretty good player. Like he's not going to be great by any standard. He's not going to score a ton, uh, but he's a great role player. And the Thunder just don't add talent for nothing. They don't add free agents. They just never really have. They've never been able to attract free agents. And just the fact that they're able to add him for less money than he was making last season is a pretty big deal. Uh, and then obviously Paul George is the 15th best player. We've talked about him being a top 10 player. I think that he could be considered above some of the guys at the top, but I think that as far as just the seasons that these guys had, I understand it. So above him, the Anthony Davis, which I, it's hard to argue with that. Uh, Isaiah Thomas. I think most people would take Paul George over Isaiah Thomas, but considering the seasons that they both had, I think that you got to go Thomas. And then like Rudy Gobert, who had just an outstanding season. Uh, he was really good. Uh, Kyle Lowry, who had a great regular season. This doesn't this doesn't factor in the playoffs. I think if you factored in the playoffs, I think Paul George would be a little bit higher. And then you get into the top ten. You got Draymond Green. You got Jimmy Butler. You got Chris Paul, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi, James Harden, Russ, and then LeBron. So it's it's hard to argue a lot of those guys. But Paul George is right up there. And for the Thunder to add that kind of talent uh, is pretty impressive. I'd like to thank Anchor Down for sponsoring this show. You can follow them on Twitter at Anchor Down OKC on facebook as well the same uh handle and then on instagram the same so go check them out uh it's been super super nice in okc lately the weather hasn't been scorching to begin august and it's a good time to go check out anchor downs patio they're always having events there if if you like to run, they have events where once a week people get together and they run and they come back and they'll eat some food or drink a beer. Uh, and then they also have a trivia night and they also have all sorts of really fun activities there. So you're going to have to follow them on social media to get all those and to just just go hang out at Anchor Down. If you're looking for some place to go to dinner, uh, just go down to Deep Deuce right off 2nd Street in downtown Oklahoma City. Uh, they've got great corn dogs. They've got great pizza tots, and their salad is so good. I'm, I'm trying to spread the word about this salad because I've I've had a few people tweet at me that they've had the salad recently, and it's it's incredible. It's just so fresh. It's very good. I would talk about this salad on the pod even if Anchor Down wasn't sponsoring because it's just that good. I'm going to answer a few Twitter questions. Here. First question is from at Brady Does Sports. This is Brady Trantham. He has his own podcast talking about the Thunder and does some really good work. Uh, he asks, do you foresee Billy D putting more emphasis on getting wins in the regular season instead of toying with lineups and allowing more losses? And then he adds, as a way to get a high seed as well as having an exciting year to attempt to keep Paul George. I think so. I also don't think that he has as many bad pieces now to like screw around with uh, because now he's Raymond Felton as the backup point guard. 
I don't see him playing Samaj all that much. I don't see him playing Samaj next to Russell Westbrook at the two. Uh, I don't see any of that happening. Uh, I don't really see Singler getting any minutes because I think that uh, Doug McDermott's really kind of back there as the guy that is going to be from night to night, maybe getting minutes, maybe not. Uh, Jeremy Grant, I think, will be improved. Uh, he's got veterans like Patrick Patterson, Raymond Felton. Obviously, Paul George is going to soak up a ton of minutes. Westbrook as well, Robertson, uh, Canner, and Adams. I mean, the, he's got like a good roster now. And so I think because the roster's better and because the season is really that important, I think that, yes, that there will be a lot more regular season wins and he'll be going for those more um, just because I think he doesn't have as many bad pieces to work with. And then also I, th- I just think that this team is going to be great and they do understand the opportunity they have in front of them uh, with Paul George being in Oklahoma City. And if they do get like the two seed, like that's pretty impressive uh, for Paul George and also helps in the playoffs. Next question. This is from Jaden Galvin. LaMarcus Aldridge for Ennis Cantor and Doug McDermott. Uh, so there's LaMarcus Aldridge stuff out there where he's rumored to be in trade talks. He's not happy in San Antonio. Um, sure, the Thunder would like to have him. Uh, but are the Spurs going to take Ennis Cantor and Doug McDermott? No way. Not a chance. Are they doing that? Uh, the Spurs aren't trying to downgrade their talent even more. I don't think that you want to have Ennis Kanter on your team. Like Marcus Aldridge had a bad season, um, but he's a much better defender than Kanter is. And I mean, I don't think they can start Kanter in San Antonio. I don't know that there are many teams that you can start Kanter on. And I just don't think that makes any sense. You're going to play Kanter and Gasol together. I mean, that's just a really awful match. Um, for two players, even though Aldridge and Gasol isn't great either. Cantor and Aldridge, and Gasol is just way, way worse. So I don't think that makes any, any sense to me. Uh, I'd like to get LaMarcus here, but I just don't know what they want out of Oklahoma city that the Thunder will be willing to give up. So it, it could be end up being like a three team deal, something like that, where they get back something that they want, but the Thunder aren't giving up. They're not giving up like Robertson. They're not giving up, because uh, he's too important to the defense. Uh, Adams are not giving up. So I just don't, I don't see a, a match there. This is from Chathamus33. I think Chathamus is one that tweeted me about the uh, Anchor Down Salad. Um, but yes, and I also said your name just totally wrong on the other pod. So sorry about that. Uh, do you trust that Billy D will utilize Paul George to his greatest strengths and unlock the potential with the roster? This is really tough. I kind of feel for Billy D a little bit because just think about his coaching situation here in Oklahoma city. So first he's got like this do or die team with Russ and KD and they got Dion waiters and they got this really great team, Serge Baca, uh, Steven Adams, and they really figured stuff out and they get to the Western conference finals, take the warriors to seven really should have won that series. Uh, they were up three, one, and then Durant leaves. And so he'd done a really great job, really should have, that team really should have run it back again because of how close they were. Um, But Kevin Durant screwed that up. And then you get this incredible Westbrook season where you have all these 
really parts that don't fit. This is not what the Thunder envisioned. This is not what they wanted. Uh, they did not want to bring Victor Oladipo in to start. They wanted him to come in and be the sixth man. Uh, he ends up having to be the starter. Slide Robertson over to the small forward, which they weren't that comfortable with either. Uh, then you got Sabonis, who's a rookie, who ends up having to start. It, it's just a. It was a really messed up season, and Westbrook made it magical. And I think Billy D should be really grateful to Westbrook for that. And then they had a bad playoff round, and that was it. And now, boom, you got a top 15, top 10 player on your team again in Paul George. And you get Patrick Patterson, you get Raymond Feltis, so now you've got like a roster again. And now he's got to figure out what to do with this roster. So he's, as an NBA coach, he's had like no continuity. And he's had to do so many different things that to me, it's kind of hard to say like, for sure, Billy Donovan's going to be able to do this. For sure, Billy Donovan's going to be able to do that. It's tough. I think he's a good coach. Uh, but will he be able to do exactly what's needed to maximize this roster? I think that's, I, I don't know if I can guarantee that or if I would say that I think he will. I think that he'll do a good job. Uh, but, you know, if you listen to Fred Katz's podcast yesterday uh, with Michele Barra, they talked a lot about screening and how to maximize Paul George. I don't know if the Thunder will do that. I don't know that Russell Westbrook is going to set screens. I just have no evidence to the fact that they're going to do stuff like that. Do I think they should? Absolutely. Because I think that it would benefit Russ. I think that it would benefit Steven Adams, uh, Paul George, obviously, as well. But I'm just not sure that they're going to run that different of stuff. And I hope they do. But I think that we'll see some stuff that will be really, really similar to what they did with the Thunder at the end of, of KD's last season. And, you know, they really figured some stuff out in the playoffs, and so maybe that's some of the stuff they'll run, where basically you have uh, Robertson as your center on offense, and he's going to set that high screen, and that opens things up for Paul George on the other side. You have Patrick Patterson stretching the floor, and then you have Adams as your like rim runner, um, ready there for any sort of dump off or you don't play him you, you don't have Steven Adams and there you have Jeremy Grant in there who can also be stretching the floor so I think there'll be a lot of interesting things and maybe he will go back to some of the stuff that, that was really really working um, in the playoffs for the Thunder so it just all remains to be seen though whether Billy D's up for the challenge but uh, I do feel for him a little bit because he has had like zero continuity uh, with this Thunder roster. It's just been kind of a wild ride for him. Uh, this is from at Dean Nasty. Is this team a power forward short on the roster? Patterson and Grant don't instill a ton of confidence. Adding McDermott as a small four doesn't help either. I think the Thunder would like to upgrade that spot. Um, but to be honest, it's there. It's not a bad situation. And I do think you'll see some Canner and Adams together, which I know is not ideal. But if you go back and look at the lineup numbers, that's it's actually a really good unit. The only play them against teams that it makes sense to play them against. So teams that are playing two bigs, I think you could bring those guys in and they'll just punish people. Uh, and there's also a lot of bad teams. There's so many bad teams in the Eastern Conference that these that they're going to just pummel. Uh, but defensively, I think that Patterson's a great fit as a role-playing power forward would they like to have like a star there yeah sure uh marcus aldridge was mentioned earlier like lamarcus is not a great match next to steven adams either uh because 
can you play Adams and LaMarcus against the Warriors? Like, no, no, you cannot do that. You can't do that for long stretches. You're going to have to have one of those guys out there at a time. And then obviously Kaner would be gone, but uh, is LaMarcus going to be happy with that? Like he's not happy in San Antonio. Is he going to be happy with that? No, I don't think so. Uh, Patterson can play against the Warriors, I think, way more because I think that he can move his feet. He can guard bigger guys. Like he can, he'll be able to guard Kevin Durant for spots. Is he going to be able to really like stop him? Like probably not, but he can guard him a lot better than a guy like the Marcus could. Um, so I think that this is the power forward rotation that they'll have going into the season. Will they like to upgrade it? Of course. Will they be able to? I think that's doubtful, um, but I don't think that they're in the worst position ever. They're they upgraded from last year, where you had rookies a bonus, and then um, you know Taj Gibson came in and played power forward. I don't really like him as a power forward. I think he's more of a center, and that really kind of mucked things up a little bit for the Thunder. Uh, even though the numbers look good with him in there, I just don't think long term that that's a really great solution to their power forward problem i think the thunder agreed and they got a guy that can come out and stretch the floor and do some of the things that taj did maybe not as good but um just the fact that he does shoot threes is huge and a guy that has shown that he can shoot threes over the course of his career i think that that's that's a big deal so i I don't think they're in a bad position with their power forwards this is from at two b face or toby face this is from toby webb uh given the choice which would you prefer to see this season? Steven Adams mid-range jumper or Ennis Canner shooting threes? It's Canner shooting threes by far because Canner's value is pretty low right now. And there's a lot of teams that you feel like you couldn't play him. But if he shoots threes, then I think you can play him against anybody. I mean, you look at a guy like Mo Spates for the Warriors a few years ago. Like They could just put him in because he's going to shoot threes. They could play him 10 to 20 minutes a game because the dude shoots threes. And that's so valuable to a second unit. And I think a mid-range jumper from Adams, I mean, you're not adding a lot there. It's not. It'll have a little bit of space to the floor, but having a rim-running center is incredibly valuable to an offense, especially one that can run a, a high pick and roll with Westbrook and Paul George or Westbrook and Robertson or whoever. Um, and obviously you're running a high pick and roll with Westbrook and Adams as well. So if you have this rim running center that can score on the basket, uh, that's athletic enough on the defensive end to stay in front of smaller guys, I think that that makes a big difference and him having a mid range jumper doesn't make that much sense. Um, now Adams, I would expect him to show some kind of jumper at some point in his career. Will it be this season? I don't know. Um, he's also a guy that I think that was Brett Dawson or Royce Young that mentioned this, that he's, he knows he's very well aware of analytics and the kind of quality shots that he's taking and he wants to take mostly around the rim because he knows those are really good high percentage shots. So I don't think he's going to be taking mid rangers because he knows the quality of shot that is. And he also knows that like, that's not his specialty, but if he can step out and hit 35% or even 32% from three, I think that he also knows that that's a shot that the thunder need too. So maybe he's working on it and he's going to wait until he feels confident enough to shoot the three. Uh, but I would expect Ennis Canner to shoot threes this season. 
Uh, and I think that he also knows that in order for him to be able to stay on the court, he's got to do something different. And defensively, I just don't know that he's going to get all that much better. I think he can improve marginally, but I don't see him becoming like a real defensive difference maker. So I would count on him shooting threes because he knows that, I mean, he knows the can't play canter stuff. He saw that, whether that's exactly what he's, what uh, Billy Donovan said, like, I don't know, but I think that, he hears the chatter. He knows that he's got to change. And I think shooting threes is, is something that the team wants. And it's something that I think that he would want to do too. Because mostly because I think shooting threes is really fun. Uh, this is from at Trey Witzel. Say Paul George wants to go to LA next year. Can we sign and trade him to, to LA? What would we want to get? Uh, it's possible. It's possible that the Lakers get to the end of the season and they're not able to trade Luol Dang and they've got still Jordan Clarkson, Luol Dang, like these contracts, they haven't been able to get rid of them. And it's possible that the Thunder step in and say, and Paul George says, I'm leaving. I want to go to LA, but I'd like to do a sign and trade because I'd like to open up another max slot for uh, LeBron James or for whoever. And I know this isn't a fun conversation for Thunder fans, but bear with me. Uh, they could say like, okay, we'll take Julius Randall, Jordan Clarkson. Well, I think Julius Randall will be a free agent by that time. So, so maybe they couldn't do that. Um, but you could do Jordan Clarkson and, uh, Brandon Ingram for Paul George and Lakers fans on the other hand would be like, what are you talking about? Why would they do that? Uh, you can do that to clear the cap space. Great. I don't think the Thunder are taking back the wall dang. I think that that contract is just toxic. I think that it's going to take a team that's not competing for anything to take that contract. A lot of teams in the East maybe would take a look at that. Uh, but being able to send back an expiring or um, take it into cap space, there's just not that many options for that anymore. Uh, and, you know, maybe the Lakers aren't willing to give up uh, Brandon Ingram, which I would probably agree with not doing. Uh, Julius Randle has, has been good, but they think they've got to get rid of him before the deadline. Uh, so I think something like that makes sense. Or if they do trade those guys and get max space, I think doing a sign and trade and just getting back a trade exception also makes sense. Uh, Sam Presti's always tried to do something like that with guys that are leaving. They did it with Tabo Savalosha. Um, so I think that, that that would make sense. This is from at snap underscore shooters. In your opinion, what will be Oklahoma City's biggest strength? Having a legit backup point guard, ability to switch on defense one through four, or having a legit second score? I think defense is going to be their biggest strength because because I think this team um, has a lot going for them on the defensive end, especially their starting unit. And then their next biggest strength is having Russell Westbrook and Paul George. I mean, like those those guys, those are difference makers. You're talking about top, you know, ten, top five players in the NBA. That's how you become an elite team, is that you have these top flight players that are just ready to go and that can, you know, take anybody one on one, that can score in the fourth quarter. And that's the difference between a lot of these teams is that some have like great defense, great offense, but then they can't score in the fourth quarter. Another Thunder have two guys that can do that uh, and attract a ton of attention that have a ton of gravity. So I would almost even say that that's their number one strength is that they've got these two stars 
um, that a lot of teams just don't have. So that and their defense, those would be their biggest strengths is having two superstars and then having a really good defense. I think Donovan will coach up this team to be a really, really good defensive team. They were finished, uh, I think they finished 11th or 10th at the end of last season, and I expect them to be up 5-6, maybe even higher than that. Um, And the defensive rankings, they're going to be really, really good. A couple more questions. This is from at 2KGod717JSB. Would you rather have Steven Adams' old hair, old hairdo, or his new one? Uh, I still have like a real job, and so I don't know how uh, his new hairdo and mustache would fly. I don't know how. (laughs) I can't grow a mustache like that. Uh, I can still grow the hair out like that, but I can't do the mustache like that. Um, So it would not be a good look on me Um, as a professional. I don't think that would be very good. So I got to go with the the super clean cut Stephen Adams. And if you haven't had a chance to see the clean cut Stephen Adams in a while, go give it a look. Give it a Google because uh, it's a little shocking to see it. Because uh, he doesn't even look like the same person. Um, some of it's because he's like bulked up a ton since then. But then obviously the uh, just the overall look is is kind of shocking. Uh, last question from at Richards Bryce thirty five. Is it more important for OKC to get the three seed? It looks a lot better if OKC gets to the Western Conference Finals and loses to the Warriors, right? Yeah, for sure. I think going through two rounds. Uh, makes a big difference. I think the two or the three seed should be a goal for this team. I think the one seed is going to be just impossible barring injury. Uh, But the two or three seed, I think those are open. You know, I think that they can be as good as the Rockets or maybe even better um, if things click just right and things don't go as well in Houston. Uh, I don't don't know what to think about San Antonio. I think that you have to give them credit just because of what they've done in the past, but I don't love their roster. Uh, I, I don't love what, what they did. I just don't think that they're going to be, you know, a, a, an elite team this year. I I didn't see an elite defense in them last year, but they ended up being that. Um, can they do replicate that? Like, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if they can. Uh, but I don't, I don't think that it's impossible for the Thunder to get up to be the two or three seed. And I think that should be a goal. Because if you get to the four or five seed, I just don't, I don't know if that, what that looks like. Because I don't know how well they can play against the Warriors. I don't know if they can beat them. Uh, because that, that Warriors team was, you know, near unbeatable last season. And they're coming back better. They're coming back more cohesive. Uh, so I think getting to the West Finals, and even if you have like a tough five-game series, I think that that would say something to Paul George. Just getting to the West Finals uh, would say something to Paul George uh, that this team is ready to compete. They need a couple more pieces. Let's figure out how to do this. Uh, but yeah, two or three seed is, to me, it's a must for this team to look like they're going to keep Paul George because I just have a hard time believing that they can push this Warriors team. And I have just a hard time believing that getting to the second round and out is going to be that impressive to Paul George. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at down to dunk. Leave us a five-star iTunes review. We're getting so close to 200. And if you know Oklahoma city, you know that we love round numbers. So help me get to that round number of 200. If you listen 
We're giving you consistent content on the Thunder. Uh, just please take time. Just take a few minutes. You don't even have to leave um, a note there. But if you would, that would be great. That stuff is helpful to us. Um, but just leaving the five stars uh, on iTunes makes a big difference to us. And I hope you guys have a great day. We're going to do a pod for Friday. I think we might be recording it Thursday night. Uh, Look out for our trivia night that we're going to have at Anthem Brewing later this month. If you like to do trivia and you like the Thunder and you like Anthem, uh, this will be a great event for you. Uh, We'll talk to you guys on Friday. We'll release that Friday morning. So I hope you guys have a great Wednesday.